Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Who are those people? Jackie. Uh, my. Uh, it's a party. You know me. <laughs> I love to party. I love to. I love to have friends over, and I love when they drink in my room behind me. So. <laughs> uh, um, hi, Lori. Hi. Hi. So, I just came from a show where I saw Chris Garcia and Guy Branham do stand up for the first time on Zoom. Oh my God. And, they, uh, they were both, this is their first time, both of them? I believe so, yes. And? And it was, uh, they were both really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Do they, it turns do they out, enjoy? I think so. Um, <laughs> it's always, it's always that thing where, you know, the first time anybody does stand up on, on the zoom platform they're like this isn't real and you're, you're yeah like Ugh. and yet when it's over you feel like you did stand up and you feel better about yourself how about that and you're so, working on material you know and there's a an audience there i i will um tell you i've done a, i've done mostly zoom shows so my favorite type of show is uh the way carmen did hers morales where it's a you shoot it on Zoom. The audience is in Zoom, and that's that. So you can hear people. You don't need the comics. I've done other shows where we shoot it in Zoom, and the only audience are the other comics on the show, which is hard. Hard. And then they shoot it out to various platforms, so it streams live, like yeah. uh, Twitch and Facebook, etc., um, and YouTube. But uh, and I and I did one on Shindig, uh, yep. which there were some buffering problems. I haven't had that on zoom really. So my, my favorite is how almost how we originally were starting to do it. Um, yeah. I would only, I would, I would love it if the audience uh, just turned all the lights out in their houses. So we couldn't see them, but we knew they were there as opposed to like, just putting up a picture of themselves. Like, let me see the outline of you laughing. You know, that's fine. Oh, like, oh, the like shadow, the, yeah. like a fucking nightclub. Like, it's danger fields, okay? Everyone yeah. turn the lights out in their house and Someone's watch being this. raped in the back in the background. I, wrong club. Danger Jackie. fields was the creepiest club I'd ever been in. Oh but my granted, god! Oh my the, god! The, the the I was there in 1989. Okay, well, I mean, everyone was getting raped in clubs in 89. <laughs> you can't single out danger fields. Uh, right, it wasn't just danger fields. <laughs> I love that room. It's, it's, I mean, I love it. It's like, it's a room you love, you know, because was it's it, not perfect. It was wide and not too deep, right? But just exactly. the right amount of depth, right? But pitch black. And then they had these, they have these little, I think they still have them. I haven't been there in a couple of years, but like these little red candles. I mean, it looked like an old time 1950s style uh, venue that had comedy and other stuff, right? You could e easily see uh, Vic Damone singing, you know, to a mobster at the at that club as well. But it was, uh, it was fun, you know. And the sets were half hours. The rest of the spots in the city were like fifteen minutes. And Dangerfields was always a half hour, you know. And yeah, it was, that's it amazing. Was cloaked in tradition. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and that they right. book the same four comics all the time. But, you know, if you were one of them, hey, okay. Yeah. I did um, I did so much Zoom yesterday that it's a different kind of exhaustion, right? Yes. Yes. It's like, it's a different kind of tired. Um, Stand-up comedy itself, like live stand-up, is, is a different kind of tired than doing podcasts. Right. And I remember learning that many years ago. It's just a different... You you know what it is? It's the it, in podcasting. It's the listening that's exhausting. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> and uh, and with Zoom, it doesn't matter that I'm miked and I'm. Oh, I know what the problem was. Well, there's two problems. One, I feel like I'm shouting into the internet, and I can't seem to sort of stop myself from shouting into the internet. Mm -hmm. So it kind of gets my voice all scratchy, which makes me think I've got the got the Rona. 
Right. And then the other thing is, is I had the wrong, the height was wrong for my laptop. Uh-huh. So I was, I was crouching for two hours. Oh. Right. When I got out, when, when the show ended last night and then we went to somebody's Zoom birthday party. Oh, no. Yeah, it was a lot. With breakout rooms. Jesus Oh, my Christ. God. What do you mean a breakout room? Zoom has this thing where they create breakout rooms. You can, and he had named them like the kitchen. The art gallery. Oh, it was no. very sweet. We went to the kitchen. These are nice people. I so it's, a, like it's how a party can disperse, but you do it in Zoom. Yeah. Oh, my God. This it's, poor app. These people behind Zoom must be fucking freaked out right, right now. Right. Well, right? I did. I said, what, what was the show I did with Telfer who, who wouldn't stop saying, don't buy the Chinese. <laughs> they're, they're getting all of your info. And I'm like, everybody has all of my info. Everyone. Absolutely everyone. I don't know who you think doesn't have my info. <laughs> well, the Chinese, but they I, do now. They do now. Um yeah, I had a I had a Zoom I did a forty five minutes uh for at Flappers for the the Mother's Day show. Did Someone's you? trying to break into my room despite my do not disturb sign. <laughs> I wonder who it is. Um, you gotta turn off the background if she comes in. Oh, anyway, I think I locked it. I heard, but I heard a thud like she was trying to come through. <laughs> now I told her in an episode. I don't want to. If the door is closed, if the house is on a fire, fucking interrupt me. Otherwise, I don't want to hear from you. And still, yeah, it's constant. it's just an hour. Yes. Yeah. Uh. So uh. So I did forty five at flappers. Yeah. yeah. Forty five uh, on Zoom. Yes. It's exhausting. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it, you know, you just, you're going through a lot of material and there's, you know, in, in a club laughter, it, I mean, it's something you can float on for a little while, you know, and play yeah. with and here that's just all taken from you. You know, you pause and hope the digital laughs come in at the time you pause. And if they don't, you either either they're coming in in two more seconds or you go into the next joke and then they crash the first part of the next joke. Right. Yeah. So but, you know, within all that, there were people there and they seem to have had a good time. And and that's, you know, what we're trying to do as comics is get some, you know, entertain people. Guy Branham literally was looking at the gallery at that show that I just did with him for yeah. the punchline. And he said, unmute. And then he named the, the square. Because I'm going to do some crowd work right there. And uh, it was outstanding. It was oh, that's this, cool. Have you ever, um, you, you've played the, it's your club. So there's an older gay couple who are very dapper. Okay. I think I, I think Leon, they have come to my. Yes. 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 And they were at the show a, a half an hour ago. Awesome. And I was like, I know those guys. <laughs> 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 They're super sweet. They're really, and. They always bought merch. God love them. And Guy Branham was like, look at these two older gentlemen. These two older gentlemen is what having no children and being in a same-sex relationship is. You have enough money to have this apartment. Look at that. Oh, my God. And there, it was a gorgeous space that they were in. We got to keep those guys safe. However, yeah. you know, they got in early in San Francisco real estate. Um, well, yeah. they, those, they said they've been together almost 30 years. Wow. Yeah. And Guy was like, so you've been through two pandemics together. And you're like, Jesus, that's yeah. That's yeah. Rough. That's a good one though. It's a great one. That's a classic um, guy <laughs> Uh yeah, so so I did that one and uh so it, it was it was fine. It was fine. It's just yeah. um it I hadn't done that much time on Zoom before. And Yeah, that's I I'm thinking about doing a, a real long one this week just because I have all the different chunks. Mm-hmm. And I keep uh, using sort of a couple of lines throughout mm-hmm. in each of the 20s that I'm doing. I have to just sort of commit to where that joke goes. And to do that, I have to do 50 minutes. Right. And I'm like, who? I mean, I'm not saying that you can't put it, your, you know, put you on, yourself on mute and do dishes uh, or sit there and knit while you listen to me work on this 50. I'm just saying. I hope there's people who would want to hear me do that 50. It is. Uh, it's hard to just sit and look at a computer for that long. Even yeah. if you're a huge comedy fan and a fan of the person, mm-hmm. it it's, you know, it's yeah, tough. But I gotta, I gotta work on the, uh, I gotta put the set together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
get this. So I did the Hofstetter Ben Glebe. Um, damn, I'm spacing his it's name. It's called they Normal some- Something. Normal Things or Normal Place or Nowhere. Or- yeah, the Nowhere Club. Okay. I did. I did one of their sort of a short set right today, mm-hmm. and then the rest. And it was an hour and a half. It was ninety oh. minutes, and there were two comics doing five minute spots, and the yeah. rest of it mm-hmm. was morning radio. What? Yeah, they were essentially just riffing. Oh, and it was actually. I mean, it's people who know how to riff. I mean, yeah. So it was. It was, and parts of it were fun. I got to pull like masks and and i mean it was it was dumb but it was mm-hmm. it was actually really funny at certain points and somebody in the chat room tagged my uh my cock ring joke and i was like i'm taking that i'm using that nice. right now yeah you 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 know what you uh it doesn't matter where it comes from as long as it gets to you it right and that's it what i somebody, say. and it isn't another comics joke that they're also working so oh, I, it, it does kind of matter where it comes from. That. Yes. Yeah, then it matters. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that the younger comics that are out there, <laughs> hey, man, it kind it matters a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I got it on the Internet. Uh... Nope. nope. <laughs> and I announced, I said, I'm taking that. <laughs> I'm using that. That's great. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I was pretty psyched about that. That's cool. Um, I... Uh... Second flappers, I had a little break, and then I did a Mother's Day show for QED, where we did our thing in Astoria. We did a Jackie and Lori live there. Remember? Yeah, yeah. So she, so Cambry, Cambry was having a fundraiser for the club, you know, because they're they're also you know delivering groceries and shit that no comedy club really wants to do. Right. I reposted that they're like, hey, we're we're going to be there at nine a.m. We will deliver if you spend more than thirty five bucks or fifty bucks. I know. Uh, otherwise, um, come by, pick up some groceries because we got groceries. And then also these books. And then she was listing books. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I, well, did, I did get a, a comic uh, out in the, the middle, mm-hmm. uh, f- <laughs> further east of us, who emailed me and asked me to do a benefit. And I said, of course, of course, it sounds like a lovely. And then she said, well, can we use your Zoom account? And do you have a ticketing agent that you use? Oh, my God. And I was like, ah, no, no, I'm already, I'm already helping Acme Comedy Company Home Club. I'm already exhausted. And uh, I said, you can't. You can't ask that of me. And she goes, and she wrote me right back. And she goes, I hear you. I'm so sorry. And I was like, good. You can't ask that of me. You can't can't ask that. There's a limit. Because I I might say yes, and then over, and then, and then I'm, and then I'm overwhelmed. Yes, and then, then you hate the person, right? I don't want to. I don't want to end up hating anybody. Yeah, hate hate is very stressful. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So, so that was cool. And then I kind of wanted to stick around because I liked the comics that were on Cambry's show. But I'm like, I can't keep looking at Zoom. And I'm going to do another, I have to do a podcast with you. You know, I, I, I just said, I can't, I can't be here in this space anymore. I gotta go. <laughs> Adios. Uh, right. Well, I, 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 uh, I, I left the, the meeting, which was the punchline show, walked out into the living room and I was like, oh, that's so great. And I'm like, and I walked into the kitchen and I look at the, the clock and I'm like, oh shit, I was supposed to be there at 930. And, uh, which is when we're doing this night because yeah. it's Sunday night. By there, you mean where you already were. Right. Yeah. But two rooms away. <laughs> In a breakout room. <laughs> I made soup this week and uh, and yogurt. The yogurt turned out better to, uh, than it has. Wow. The yogurt uh, is coming right along. It could be a little thicker, but uh, I'm psyched. That's cool. And then I made a barley lentil soup. Mm. Uh. I know. <laughs> That was very polite of you to go. Oh, <laughs> sounds awful. I know. Do you want to do a break? It seems Alrighty. early. Does it what feel time? early? Hey, thanks for coming. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks. These are real podcast listeners, not act. We took the identifying marks off this podcast. Just tell me your impressions. It's really sexy. My first thought is like Radiolab. Definitely something popular. Yeah, really popular. A hit show. But funny, too. Like, does Tina Fey have a podcast? Or the Marx Brothers? Yeah, is this podcast Radiolab, but hosted by the Marx Brothers? And sexy, like Sade. 
it reminds me of Sade. Exactly. And they're all riding in a BMW. Close, but not quite. Take a look behind these panels. <gasps> and then watch this rocket blast off into space. Whoa. And there's the pies we made you. <laughs> now, let's show you the podcast. Wow, it was Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go? Hold on. Oh. Whoa. Ooh. Oh my goodness. That was 514 JD Power and Associates Podcasting Awards. That was really scary, but compelling. I guess I should definitely subscribe to Jordan Jesse Go. Um, yeah, I'd say so. Jordan Jesse Go, a real podcast. Um, and we're back, you guys. <laughs> oh, did we do a break? Oh. Yeah, we just did. Okay. <laughs> I uh, okay. I hope it's not us talking about us. Did you hear about that? Oh, yeah. That there was an ad for our show in our show. Yes. Good. We're well, that most- reminds people to, to listen to us while they're <laughs> listening to us. That's good. Um, I uh, swam this week. I started swimming again. Um, Where? My pool. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Okay. Is that so why listen. you were looking for a lane, Mark? Oh, well, that's out of my price range. So here, so I have a, uh, the house I have, it has a very old pool in it, probably built during the Vietnam War. Um, I mean, L- the, LB- the LBJ part, not even the Nixon part, right? <laughs> but it works. You know? It's, yeah, no, it's a body of water. Yeah, it's you, body what, of water. You were looking for like a rope. Well, listen, Jackie, I'll I'll get to it. Okay. I'll get to it. We're at 15 minutes. There's no need to leapfrog the story ahead. Okay. true that. So I didn't want to swim in it because I never swim in fun pools, party pools. I've always been like, to me, that's like the, for a comedian to go to a comedy club on their night off. Like, that's what I think of like a, I never, I never enjoyed party pools or going swimming in someone's pool. Because I'm like, swimming is for swimming. It's not for splashing. Right? That's what kids do. Okay? <laughs> so even this this pool in my house, I was like, I, I wasn't going to swim in it. But I was like, maybe my son will throw parties and finally we'll have a social person in, in the house. Right? <laughs> Cut to, he's exactly like me. Okay. So <laughs> he's a total hermit. No one uses pool. So uh, it's, which to- it's complete waste. There's like families that swim all in pools all the time right so so it's complete waste and i just looked at it as a sinkhole you know that's taking stealing money from me because things need to be repaired okay so but now we're in a coronavirus right yeah we we have to we're make do with what we have so uh i was like all right so i looked up some drills like here's the thing i i don't like triathletes i think they're assholes but for the (laughs) most part because they, they're like, it's always some dude who trains six hours a day while his wife takes care of his kids. That's basically traveling to me. But they have figured out how to do a lot of home workouts, you know? And uh, so there's, there, a guy's put up a bunch of drills that he, that he came up with that work in a pool. And uh, so I just started doing drills, you know? Oh. little They're not, it's not like swimming, swimming, you know? Right. Like I... For me, when I push off and I take two strokes, I'm at the other end of the pool. It's okay. total fucking waste. But there's other things I can do. When I get out of the water, I felt like I swam. Uh, oh, that's I'm sore. Awesome. I have the good soreness that I like. Um, uh, it's Instead of doing a whole stroke, I'm doing little components of, of strokes, you know? So I'm still doing, it's, you know, it's something that ideally you would put the whole puzzle together in a 50 meter pool at some point and really swim. But for now I can do these little components and, uh, and more importantly, like I, I realized I forgot that swimming, when you get out of the water, you feel so good. It feels like the water went through your whole body, went through your, all your veins and washed you. That's how I always feel. And so even getting out of this crummy dump of a pool, I was like, I feel so good. That's so, awesome. That made yep. me happy. We're we're all doing like a, a third or like 44% of the thing that we love to do. A version of it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or 64% or whatever. And so yeah. I'm psyched that, that you figured this out because it's, you well, need I, it. 
Yes. And then I, I, I bought these stretch cords. Like I looked into getting like something called an endless pool, which is a thing you put in the pool that creates uh, waves. And so you swim into it. So you kind of swim in place. It's like it creates a water treadmill, basically. Oh, okay. But it's like $10,000, right? Oh, shit. So, no. So they, there's something else that's called stretch cords where it puts something around your waist in the Kill Martin, cord. go fund me. Kill Martin, go fund me. <laughs> no, thanks. Okay. <laughs> and there, and, uh, and it's a, basically you tie yourself with a bunge, bungee cord to, you know, something stable and you, and that pulls you and you can swim against that. So it's like a, you know, a very cheap sort of a treadmill. So those are coming. And then the only thing is, is the water is so weighty. Cause like, you know, in a regular lap pool, there's a gutter. So if there's waves, it goes right into the gutter. And then the pool is always placid. Basically, I'm nodding. Right? Like I know what you're talking about. I but know. Okay. Welcome you're to my world. Every time you talk about comic books. Exactly. So I'm, I'm there for you. Let's, okay. I'm, I'm nodding. Let's hear it. So, so my pool, of course, doesn't have gutters. It's just like a, you know, a cutout into the earth. And so the waves <laughs> go right back into me when I'm swimming. So that's why I was looking. I thought maybe I could just get by a really long lane line, like a 50 meter lane line and chop it up into two lane ropes and just put that in the pool so I could have a smoother surface. But they're like, really, they're like $500 each. And I'm like, it's an experiment. It's not worth I don't know if it would work and uh, it's too much money for something. I was, you know, and there's aren't, there aren't any used lane ropes. I can't find them any place like really good ones. So yeah, I saw that you were looking for a used one and I was like, that would mean a pool had closed. So I hope, I hope there's never a, a, a used lane, you know, when available. I was a little kid, I got a used, um, one of those, uh, the, the string, it has a name and I've spaced it when you have a, a, a bow and arrow. So when you when, on your bow, the the string that you attach to the to the to the bow mm-hmm. is a, has a name, and I is found, that a quill? No, no, the the actual string that that you notch the arrow in. A quarantine? No, yeah, it's called I a just... quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it was uh, a I found a used I... one, and uh, out, and it was kind of frayed, but uh, it was awesome. I, uh, hmm. It's a great story. There you go. There's one. Well, so there you go. So. So I, I have a, so I'm a little happier. I got a little bit of comedy back, right? With Zoom. I got yeah. swimming back a little bit. It's, you know, I mean, and, and of all the situations on in the world, I'm still in a, you know, I can't You're complain. You're still sitting I, in a gravy boat. I can complain, but I would like you to know that I, I know how lucky I am. You're aware. Yes. yes. But, and that- within that, because I'm. A person that complains, I can always find something to complain about. <laughs> That's what a fucking comic is. We complain about shit in joke form. Okay. You are also human. And, uh, <laughs> and the humanity uh, means that it doesn't matter. You could be sitting on a pile of diamonds and go, it's cutting into me. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, but the, uh, what we bought, uh, we bought a shit ton of stuff this week. Holy smokes. We got a ring, you guys. We got the big light ring. Oh, is that Everybody's what you're been talking? About Your lighting, lighting is awesome. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Because Andy had to run that that game that I talked about for a long time. That particular jo- that's that particular story that was over eventually. Yeah, <laughs> uh, remember that one? Yes. Uh, he ran. He ran his his RPG for Twitch. Uh, Stream of Blood, Jared Logan comic, great comic. Yeah. Um. He uh um uh, he has a a Twitch channel where he runs RPG stuff, and Andy ran his, and Andy. And who's producing it is Brian Baldinger. Oh, okay. And Baldinger yeah. wants you to do things correctly. And oh, so Andy's those like, people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it looked amazing. And 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 this looks amazing. I got a uh um I even got a webcam, uh, which they were sold out two weeks ago, but I got one this week. And then we oh. got this this light ring thing that I just accidentally stared right into. Hi. Uh <laughs> so because uh, I'm I'm looking at an iMac, like a desktop, so I would put it on the top of my iMac. This thing is far too big to stick in your room. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. This thing, allow me. Okay. Oh, shit. That looks like, that looks like the sun. That looks like a, that's yeah. like a star. That's a central star in a solar system. <laughs> yeah, it's too big. It's, uh, I mean, it's too big to have, like, if you want to also have a bed. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're screwed. <laughs> so, uh, and then the hilarious thing is, uh, I guess the lighting wasn't diffuse enough. So Andy took an old lamp 
And then that thing is, uh, and then took the lampshade off and then put a, a, a bent a hanger and put a Swiffer in front of it so that it would diffuse the light. Wow. Yeah. He has MacGyvered this. Uh, That's uh, really cool. Yeah. Well, you look uh, way more relaxed than you did before in previous uh, podcasts, I might say, in shows. Well, yeah. Last night it was, I was, first of all, I did that thing that I I do at clubs, forgetting that I also spend an hour getting back after, cause I, cause what, and what that is, is I drank a pot and a half of coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and most of that pot was cold brew because my brother Phil sent me a cold brew maker. When you said drank and pot so close together, I was like, oh my God. She's off. She fell off she, the wagon. She fell no. off hard. Oh my God. Okay. What, a, what, what, what a disaster. Uh, talk about all of the money going away. <laughs> um, the, the, the crazy. So yeah, no, I, I drank a pot of coffee and, but now I drink a pot of coffee and I do three. And last night I did three shows. Yeah. But then I go to bed and my brain would not turn off. Oh, sure. And my body, cause I was standing incorrectly for hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, was in so much pain, so I took a bath, but then I, my brain still not still would. And I was like, "Is there anything you could do?" And Andy was like, "I could read to you, and then you would fall asleep because it's me just reading." And I'm like, "Yeah, do that." So I mean, so I slept really good last night, but I was, man, I was a mess, a twitchy, twitchy mess. And then I'm all scratchy voiced again, but I got to remember it's because I yell into the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I have fewer shows this week. Uh, I was glad to get this Mother's Day thing over with because uh, it was it hit in the afternoon on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. When I uh, just like to spread out legs and arms akimbo on my bed and listen to my 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 fake pond. <laughs> right gurgle yeah. away <laughs> aren't you doing the punchline next sunday i am or- doing the punchline next sunday yes and i'm also doing a podcast next sunday as well but not even ours oh man i've double i've triple booked myself right maybe we could do ours on saturday yes good idea yeah just because this is this is hard actually it is to hard. do too many of them in a row uh i'm doing acme again I did uh, two shows last night. We're selling them out. That's I got amazing. my first check hey. from the one that I did with Tommy Ryman and Andy Erickson. Uh, they take, you know how like a comedy club, they pay the, I didn't, I, I don't know. Why would I know? Mm-hmm. They pay the comics out of the food and beverage money. They don't pay it out of the ticket money. Yeah. You said that last week. I didn't realize that either. Yeah. But so, I mean, um, Whenever the money comes in, that's what they what's, that, what they right. have so available. It's gonna, there's going to be a two week lag on these um, on on these gigs. So the mm-hmm. first week was Tommy Ryman and Andy Erickson. The second week was Pete Lee and Greg Coleman, and then th- last night was Mary Mack, who has a new show on Hulu. Uh, really? Yeah, she has a cartoon that she's in called Solar Opposites. Oh, neat! Yeah, and it's a cartoon uh, done by the Rick and Morty guys. <gasps> So they wrote it so that Mary Mack would swear a lot, which is hilarious because she does not swear. <laughs> That's and, great. Uh, and then it was her and Tim Harmston and me uh, last night. And then the upcoming uh, is going to be Erica Rhodes and John DeVore. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John DeVore. DeVore? De- with, no, DeVore was not John Dore, right? John DeVore? No. John DeVore is a, a Minneapolis headline no. guy. Yeah. he Did he have COVID or I thought he... No, okay, I'm thinking of somebody no. else then. Okay. Speaking of MacGyver, uh, he, he called me today to talk about how, you know, he was like, what hour are you? You got a mic and, a, and you always sound so good on the Zoom shows. And I was like, well, I bought this thing, this Focusrite thing. And I bought, you know, essentially, I now have a home. I have a studio. I, I did try. I did one show this week out in the garage room. The, the, mm-hmm. I did my show. Where Winter Spears got to do ten minutes in front of me, cool. And, yeah, and, and again, it was like, I think it was like fifty people. Mm-hmm. Middle of the afternoon, I gave everyone two hours notice. Oh, and, uh, and that's I, cool. I did thirty-five, forty minutes working on the working on the album. 
Cool. And Winter did um, the open spot. And um, it was great. It was, but I did it out there and it was 95 degrees. And I don't have a, there's, I have a fan, but I can't have a fan. No. Well, (laughs) I try to do. So it was, it was, uh, it was warm. But I will say that that room is all been painted white because it's all brand new drywall. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I got to use the background like you have, and that was cool. Fun. Yeah. Um, it's Studio Ghibli. You should tell the boy, the man boy. Yeah. Uh, that Studio Ghibli has uh backgrounds for Zoom. Okay. For Miyazaki movies. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, have you I'm assuming he'll understand anime? those words. I've been watching Black Clover uh a lot. Like we watch three or four episodes a day. Nice. And I love it. I watched the first three episodes of that Japanese um, TV show that you told me to watch. Oh, Jiri Haji? Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's five more episodes, so. Right, right. Get on it so that we can What's happening? Right. (laughs) Well, uh, I'm not very good at binging. Oh, okay. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I have to watch uh, Dead to Me, and uh, that just came out season two. That's a Liz Feldman show. That oh, she, wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she oh, won cool. like, she won Emmys. She won all the Emmys last year for the first season. And then, um, shit, what else? I'm finishing up Better Things. Have you been watching Better Things? Pamela Adlin show? Oh, yeah. <gasps> Fuck, it's good. You're not it's watching Mrs. Really America, good. are you? I'm doing that too, but it's coming out once a week. So I'm not, uh, it's not bingy. My friend Ebony worked on, uh, is working on that. And, um. And I was like, I'm so sorry I lived through that. I can't possibly watch. I'm it's, sure it's amazing. The acting, it, I'm sure, is amazing. Well, we were little. We didn't yeah. completely live through it. We were little girls. And it's um, like those people were institutions when we were coming up, right? And they were cast as like feminists. And I, I, I kind of like was raised to distrust that whole scene, you know, the ER. I was raised uh, to hate Phyllis Schlafly. Interesting. Yeah. I was raised and it was, there was a lot of discussion about um, uh, Shirley Chisholm. Was that? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. And there was a lot of discussion uh, about all of these people. And I vaguely remember all of it and going, all right. And just soaking in that, you know, some people were right and some people were wrong and some people thought women were people and other people thought women were chattel. And both of those kinds of people were women. And it was very disappointing. So, um, yeah, I mean, Kate Blanchett is, you know, Phyllis Schlafly does not deserve to have Kate Blanchett, you know, right. play her, but she's really good. I have mean, you seen Liz Winstead's, Winstead's doing the Schlafter show or? No, uh-uh. she's doing a, uh, like a, uh, a talking dead thing. Yeah. But it's, it's called the, the Schlaf, it's the Schlafter. It's okay. The, I don't know. Uh, it's the, we it's see the, the problems Phyllis Schlafly it, <laughs> that's but a Liz, tough name to have yeah and but Liz Winstead's doing sort of a breakdown of the show you might enjoy that mm-hmm. which is okay. kind of fun hey we should do the comic of the week did you have one yes do we, what time is it at 32 30 oh okay our comic of the week is Sarah Cooper do you know have you been watching the video she's making Jackie I saw I saw that she she's taking his, oh my she's god! A New York comic, right? Yeah. So she she um she's taking audio of Trump. She's lip syncing to it, uh, perfect, perfectly, you know, and adding sort of her own mannerisms and things like that, and, and editing different editing versions. Diff- yes, yes, yes. And sometimes, like she had the last one she did was him talking his insane rambling about testing and how testing must not be good because Katie had tested negative and then she tested positive. like what right like uh, like she tested she should be yeah, fine that's, okay so so she then she would cut to herself as katie kind of listening just filled with dread <laughs> it was great it's great yeah so she's doing these it's such a, a a genius way to be able to listen to donald trump for, i mean if you're watching like i right. can't even listen to the guy i will I'll read what he says, but mm-hmm. I can't bear to hear his voice anymore. And she kind of made it bearable. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, God just knows because what she has if to it's coming out them. of her face, which also helps. And there is always that reaction. The reaction makes it. Sarah Cooper, what's her what's her handle? What's her Twitter Twitter handle? Uh, Sarah is at Sarah CPR. Sarah was Sarah with an H. Yeah, CPR is in CPR. As in she's she's breathing life into America with these videos. Hey, <laughs> good for you, Sarah Cooper. I want to yeah. see you do stand up. Um. So yeah, check her out. She's great. That's awesome. I uh I had a show Friday, a little fundraiser show for Flappers people, and uh, then I had to jump off early because then I had a another show after that. But um, are you doing tens on those five to ten? Yeah, it, it, no more than fifteen usually. Yeah, I, it, I I've been doing fives, which I'm like, I kind of like a five now. Mm. I like a I like a fifteen. No, well, you know? I I mean I, I still I I like. I like a five, but I like a 20. <laughs> Those are my two favorites. Sure. Um, yeah, it's weird because if you're on the West Coast, the shows kind of are all around six o'clock at night. So yeah. they're all kind of hitting, you know, as the sun is setting and stuff like that. And But it's weird because then by 830, you're like, you're like, I'm wiped out. I have three shows. I'm tired. Right. But it's, it's so early. It's so yeah. strange. It's really strange. Thursday, I'm doing one. I'm doing a Doug Culp show. You know that guy? I don't so know. I think guys uh, from. Uh, I'm going to space it. Doug, you're you're a, a, a delight, and I think you're from Seattle. And never ask I if I know somebody. Might, on I know. The I keep remember keep doing that. You keep so doing sorry. it. I am the devil. Not today, <laughs> Satan. Do you know that I found out that not today, Satan is actually from RuPaul. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a RuPaul catchphrase. America's most famous fracker. You know, he owns, he owns fracking companies. Yes. Everyone was like, what? RuPaul? I don't know how it came out, but it came out that he owns a fracking company. You see the squint? I don't approve. Yeah. I don't approve. I know. No one approves. That is brutal. Hey, and, and then next Sunday, my Aunt Alice's birthday. Look, I'm looking at my calendar. Uh, she was born in 1927. Weird. Wow. My wow. dad was born in 1930. That. Is a lot. So she's um, 90. A lot. She's 90 yes. a lot. 93, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Which makes my dad 84. I talked to him today and he was telling me about uh, he called me to ask me if Rip Torn was still alive. <laughs> he doesn't have the Internet. And uh, I was like, no, he died. I looked him up and, and I had just sent him defending your life because mm-hmm. I'm sending him. And I'm sending him the most basic DVDs, and they're all $4.99 from Amazon with free shipping. <laughs> and so I apologize to the Amazon workers who have to fulfill my father's uh, DVD needs. And I'm like, and then, Dad, when you're done watching it, just leave it in the hallway of your old people apartment building, and someone else who doesn't have a Blu-ray will also get to pick that up with their grabber. And then they will get to watch it on their DVD player. Do they, does Blu-ray play regular DVDs? Yes. Because I have some DVDs I was going to, you know, throw away. I could mail them to your father. You could. Oh, my God. If if yet another <laughs> pretty blonde woman talked to my father, he would lose his damn mind. He actually <laughs> said to me that two days ago, he's like, tell Maria that uh, she should call me. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not doing well, Jackie, I'm not blonde anymore. I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, nature, it's its coming back. The, it's like the dolphins are returning to Venice and uh, the roots are returning to me. Um, are the dolphins returning to Venice? I thought that the, in the in the Venice canals, they had some dolphins. Oh, that's yeah. neat. Yeah. Uh, speaking of hair, uh, Andy ordered a pair of clippers and he said to me today, will you cut my hair? And I said, no, no, I won't. <laughs> Uh, not without watching many YouTube videos. And uh, and I was like, because will you cut mine? And he's like, with clippers? And I said, sure. What do you think? If I if I shaved all of my head, do you think it would come in stone cold white? It might. Don't just because do of the shock. Jackie, just let it grow. Let it let it grow. Let it go. Let it go wild. It's only shoulder length now. 
Oh no, it's uh it's yeah, back so, shoulders. Oh yeah, those are my shoulders. Let anyway, it, when it's wet, it get, it's much it's clavicle. We're talking we're talking, we're almost get, let it go to your areola. Yes. Yeah, and that's then, what it and then Remember Janelle Monet's great line, get off my areola? That's such a great line. <laughs> You've referenced a, it before. I think you're obsessed with her. It's one of the great, I, I mean, I only have four or five musical references. Um, <laughs> I was, uh, oh, I was listening. Uh, the punchline had music before the show, and I wanted to ask who it was, but I didn't want to ask who it was, so I shazammed a Zoom meeting. <laughs> oh, really? And, uh, it was uh, someone named Betty something. That's an that's a great it's a great story. Okay, but we we are almost at forty minutes, so we got to do what we got to do here. We do. Um, were you at all involved in the Chrissy Teigen Allison Roman uh, tiff on Twitter? Did you? No, but I did look up who those people were. Right. Um, <laughs> so some good came out of it. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really figure out who was Allison. So she, again, I didn't know this either. Right. Uh, so she's a food uh, columnist. Uh, she, she's one of the many people that are cooking on Instagram and, you know, releasing recipes, etc. Sure. And uh, so she, she, she did an article where she criticized Chrissy Teigen and um, uh, Marie Kondo for selling out. Meanwhile, she's sort of trying to sell out herself. It was, it seemed like just regular bitchy shit. Like I didn't, here's what I missed. I didn't pick up on. And what Twitter kind of blew up about was she was picking on women of color. And I was Uh, like, oh, yeah. (laughs) I didn't, that that didn't. No, you were, you just thought it was just uh, sort of the, the women on women crime that we've been told exists in life when it was actually racial, uh, in the eleventh hour, I mean that's what it is, right? Because she I is a so. white woman saying, right. and she's then, doing the same fucking thing, right? So, so yeah, and then plus sometimes when people turn into celebrities, then there it's just celebrities on celebrity, and I, yeah. don't, you know, so it didn't it didn't feel uh, like going after an underdog, but but uh, then as I started reading and going down into you know to all the rabbit holes of threads and stuff, I was like. Oh, this is fascinating. I I am not a foodie, but um, I, I the apparently though the white woman sort of um, you know, uh, grasping other cultures and sort of uh, you know, uh, making them palatable for white people. That's a, that's a thing, and the people from the other cultures are uh, understandably uh, fucking pissed about that. Yeah, justifiably angry, and yes. uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that was what um, I didn't know who either of those two people were, and then yeah. I went and looked at it, and then I saw that it was um, that it was there was racial talk, and I was like, oh well, I can be taught. What what happened? <laughs> and uh, so it looks like you had the same experience. And uh, but the, yeah, but it's but it is interesting because the first thing you because because you it's it's like when people say I don't see race, you're like, well, you wouldn't. You're white. Yeah. So why would you see race, right? Yeah. And, right. Um, but when it's happening, and it wasn't just happening to someone black, it wasn't just happening to someone Asian, it was happening uh, to a spectrum. Congratulations. It was everybody not white. So she wasn't also, like, who, who's white? No, no, no. It was too, it was too Asian. Because Chrissy Teigen is... Is Asian? Yeah. Yes. It's great. Great. How, how do we... Uh, <laughs> I, I genuinely she's... don't see race. Uh, it turns out I, I, I have that face thing where I can't see fucking anybody, I guess. I'm the worst. I think she, she I think one of her parents is white and the other is is from Thailand. Her her mom might be from Thailand and then uh, Marie Kondo of course is from Japan. Okay. Uh but yeah. But that was uh that was that was that was it's somebody tweeted, I don't know who it was, but um it was like on Twitter every day somebody's a character and your only goal is not to be it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so right. So that so that day uh, it was this lady Allison Roman and I was like I it's it's weird to not to and it's also strange when you when you stumble into like three million threads about somebody and you're like who the fuck is this how do so many people that I know know who she is and no one's mentioned her to me or I've never heard of her before it's so it's so strange yeah 
But uh, hey, it's quarantine. So we have the time to really jump in on these things where otherwise we might have just waited for that moment to pass on Twitter. <laughs> right. I've had a, there's been a small flurry of uh, gentlemen who clearly lost their houses after the crash of 2006, uh, young white men uh, or younger than me uh, that are mad at me for not knowing that. Um, you are actually, getting super vague. Wait, there's, it's one guy, right? It is one guy. Okay. Remember this thing that happened? Kind of. Put it in the chat. I'm going to put it in the chat. <laughs> and this, Wait. Oh, shit. Will this get recorded? Okay. All right. Thanks. Yeah. The, the chat doesn't <laughs> get recorded. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it was just, and, and, you know, and the thing is, is, is he's, he's usually not an advocate of, that's not true. He's a huge conspiracy theorist because he's, stoned all the time and he's so <laughs> and he's so high and drunk all the time that he's either on the right side of history or the wrong side of history oh. but he's committed in both cases and <laughs> and i like him the most when he's on the right side of history which sure. i think is over 50 percent. that's you can't ask for more than that from a male comic let's be honest no <laughs> offense kyle no offense kyle <laughs> <laughs> i did I did notice, Jackie, that I have performed with a lot of female comics lately, and I'm wondering if men are doing less Zoom shows because the incentive, there's less incentive because basically if you're doing Zoom, you're just working on your act and you're not going to get laid afterwards. You can't uh, fuck a member of the audience. Maybe there's some guy comics going, but why would I even bother? I'll just wait till it comes back. Have you that, noticed you're working with a lot more women? I that mean, is interesting. It, yeah. I don't know. Just yeah. a theory. I my, know that my, there's a couple of comics who don't want to do some of the shows that that I've been asking about. And they are, they're male comics that, that could get laid. So it's interesting. My, my original theory is for of, of uh, men. Women, women come to comedy because they want to be heard mm-hmm. and men come and come to comedy because they want to be late. Right. That's the, the underlying uh, motivation for each gender, which, of course, it's it's it doesn't describe everybody correctly. But right. And but and these are people, these three names that I have just typed. Yes. Uh, are all people who don't want to do Zoom shows. And mm. um, I don't know if that's what's inspiring them is because they can't get laid. Or if they don't care about stand-up right now. Or mm-hmm. I don't think that they never cared about stand-up. But I know that, like, you and I, we do stand-up. Mm-hmm. Right, Kyle? Mm-hmm. You also. Hello. And, uh, <laughs> but it's just, it's the thing. <laughs> it's the thing that um, that 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 I, I genuinely, I, I just, I need to do it. And mm-hmm. I've written... Two new jokes, which two or three new three new jokes, yeah. two new jokes and one new premise, uh, which uh, I don't know why I have to justify, but uh, the but I'm psyched. I'm psyched that I'm still writing. Yeah. You know? Um. Maybe if no one articulates it to themselves, like oh, I can't have sex, so I'm not going to do shows. <laughs> but it's part of the entire reason, and it and also just might be connecting with a live audience. But it's it's part of you know what happens when that person goes to a comedy club and they can't imagine doing that on zoom and maybe that it's not it's not so simple as you know it's not as direct as you know this means this but it it could be that that some guys aren't totally into the craft of stand-up and they're into the lifestyle and this isn't the lifestyle that they signed up for yeah and it's it would be sort of like if i didn't want to do it because i can get chicken wings at home you know <laughs> i could just why do i have to i don't have to go anywhere else i can have all the chicken wings i want right here at the house mm-hmm. i don't need and um but and some of these guys don't have chicken wings at their house they can only get chicken wings at the comedy club right and if they're not allowed to go to the comedy club why go to the to the fake comedy club or the the virtual comedy club where you don't get to actually eat wings that's right. You might as yeah. well just go to Pornhub. Mm-hmm. 
There's, yeah, I've, I've heard several Pornhub jokes. And, um... Well, I mean, this is the first you're hearing porn jokes. It's it's like... Oh, no. Everyone, you, you've got to have 10 minutes on porn. Or for, you're, not for a, you're not a working comic in 2020. <laughs> right, right. Well, it's so, it's so commonplace now, you know? It used to be, like, just the guys kind of talked about it, you know? And women never talked about porn. I, on stage, I'm saying. You know, unless you, they talk about their men, their, their men watching porn. But they never I talked re- about watching it themselves. I don't know if this is true, but I remember the first, the first time I think that it was made normal, that it was normalized, mm-hmm. is Bill Hicks. Right. I think remember the true. Bill Hicks bit where he's just like, oh, I'm the only one? Yeah. And that became kind of a hacky, not hacky, but stock. You know, because yeah. you, where you'd say anything, oh, I'm the only one drinking bleach to stop COVID yeah. uh, or whatever the fuck your joke is. And then, yeah, but he was the first one I heard a use that line. And then he yeah. talked about porn yeah. and justify. I actually, the first time I talked about romance, the not the first time that was in 1984, but uh, the first time my romance novel bit now that is probably six years old now, but I used that. Oh, I'm the only one talking about romance novels. And then after I recorded that, I was like, you know, I think that that's a Hicks. I mean, it's stuck, but um, I didn't created, feel like I stole it. But he, well, it's his version of "Did you ever notice?" or something like that. Like right. he created a, he opened a door for another way to observe things, right? Right, another angle to come into it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, when I hear when I see that bit or hear that bit, uh, I'm always like. Ah, that it, it kind of you know when it burns a little bit when you see an yeah. old bit and how you got into mm-hmm. it and you're like that's not how i would do it now yeah <laughs> that's what i do now people need to know we only stand by what you see at a live show okay and uh everything else everything just <laughs> fucking come to a live show please okay that's it the, the album as soon as it's recorded you come up with a better version of that joke you know, or, or you stop doing it or you're like, Oh, that joke's shitty. I didn't realize it at the time, but now I'm a, I thought I've read a few Twitter threads and I get it now and whatever. Hey, let's do a break. Strange planets, curious technology, and a fantastic vision of the distant future. Featuring Martin Starr. So we're going on day 14. Shuttle still hasn't come. Aparna Nancherla. The security system provides you with emotional security. You do the rest. Echo Kellum. Can you disconnect me or not? Hurry Kondabolu. I'm staying. From Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Jeffrey McGiver. Could you play Cindy Lauper's Girls Just Want to Have Fun? It's The Outer Reach. Stories from Beyond. Now available for free at MaximumFun.org or anywhere you listen. Look, we did a break. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, yeah, so I I mean, literally I have show Thursday, then I'll have two shows on Saturday, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to want to run my hour this week, but I think that's all I've got. Yeah. So when you do your hour... Oh, did I, did you, I sent this link to our chat group, but, um, so, so there's a theory that Sundance, the Sundance Film Festival yeah, was an early super spreader of COVID oh. just because of when, when and it was and when people started getting sick. Yeah. But all those people were coming to Sundance to Park City. It's in Park City, right? Utah. Yeah. Um, so Wise Guys is re- reopening. Is it reopening? Tuesday night, this next Tuesday? All I know is that Brad Williams is supposedly performing at the club live. Wow. His week. You know, what would scare me is just, I mean, I don't I don't know what Utah's COVID rates are, but I mean, if you had a super spreader event at Park City, that's, I don't know. That, that, would, that would cause me concern. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm not going to wait until the CEO of Jersey Mike's or whatever says, hey, we're all just going around again. I'm going to wait till a scientist and a doctor tell me to do it. I'm not, I can't, I don't know. I don't know when that'll happen. I can't. Yeah. I I would love this country to have a plan, but we don't. We don't have a plan because we don't have any leadership. But the state of California, at least, we were our, um, 
the the new cases were down yesterday. Did you see that? Oh, that's good. Three hundred, um, which is good. amazing. Um, yeah, our governor is good. Some, certain governors are good. Inslee in Washington is really really great. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean. The fact that we we're not all doing the same thing at the same time is um, it's going to make it drag it out a bit. You know, yeah. it's making it worse in the long run. Yeah. But, but you know, uh, it was two months ago when when Knob Job said, well, 200,000 people could die. I didn't think he was I didn't think he was naming a number that was real, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. But it looks like that's a real number. Yeah, that's horrible. Um. So you know what else is it's like this whole Biden terror read thing. Uh, I don't even know. Like he's probably going to be the nominee. I I don't see the Democratic Party just, uh, you know, flipping and having a broker convention and going for somebody else. Right. She's she's sort of been she's not the greatest witness. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? And, and the like, thing is, is uh, I, somebody, can I just say this is I read, mm-hmm. I read a great comment today, which was believe all women doesn't mean disregard, uh, other information. You know, yeah. you, mm-hmm. it, it's not women are people, you know, and some people exaggerate and some people lie and some people have an agenda and other, other things. It doesn't mean, that Joe Biden isn't an elbow squeezer. I would I would be very surprised to find out that he was not. Well, yeah, that's I mean, her story is kind of credible to me, but I also it you know, there's like if you're if Christine Blasey Ford was like the perfect witness, right? She she uh, did not want to come forward. She was dragged out of it and she testified under oath. She kind of did all things right where you're like, if you don't believe her, you've got a fucking problem with women, right? Yeah. Um, and then Tara Reid is not the, yeah, but she's not, some, some, but she some, shouldn't, I mean, she shouldn't have to be perfect. Exactly, exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You can be a flawed person and someone did something to you. Um, the only thing is, is like, he doesn't have a, uh, a history of going that far with everybody, anyone else. Right. There's not like other. Right. It's not, it's people aren't coming out of the woodwork now. Yeah. You know, like 25 people. He's a groper for sure. He's, he's like this club owner to me. Oh, you know what's happening? Right. Little petty squeezy kind of fuck that guy. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's that guy. I would be shocked if that guy was actually, also fingering people, fingering feet, you know what I mean? Like doing, going that, which is uh, quite violent, you know, finding, finding that to finding a way to do that. So I don't know. We're just, we're the, the COVID is taking, it's, it's still taking over the new cycle in our heads. We're sort of able to ignore all this shit. And, but it's, it's going to come up. You know, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to, when, as soon as he picks his vice president, mm-hmm. then it's, it's like, oh, fuck. All bets are off. She, yeah. She's going to have to answer to it. And then it's, it'll be part of the news cycle for quite a while, at least till the election, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so we just have, we just have to hope that COVID gets all the men over 77 in this country. Well, how weird is it that the, the entire <laughs> White House has this? It, yeah. They clearly. I, like three people that are close to all of these goofuses and Pence said, no, no, I'm not going to self quarantine. I'm going to go to work tomorrow. And you're like, they, they don't want to look like they were wrong about it being serious. About anything. You know? Yeah. yeah it, it's so stupid. And um, yeah, April Ryan tweeted that uh, she had sources of saying there are people at the white house are freaked out because they think there's a lot more cases than they're admitting yeah. that are, you know, peripheral. And- yeah. But, you know, 80% of the people don't die. You're like, no, it's actually more than that. Somebody said that to me today, and I was like, no, no, it's actually 93% of the people don't die, you weirdo. I think but, it's higher than that. But uh, it's, it's if you're hospitalized, it's fucking horrific. Yeah, it's bad. Um, the Atlantic is doing it, has some great pieces on COVID, and they did one about the ICU PTSD where um people uh you know when they have to be intubated it's it's pretty it's pretty violent yeah. and then 
they start hallucinating, right? And the certain drugs that they're on are, are um, exacerbating that. And it's, and that's a, a whole separate problem uh, when, when you get out of the hospital. If you, if you even have all of your uh, functions back, maybe, maybe, you know, you have all your lung capacity, but you're, now you're dealing with this sort of stuff that can last, PTSD can last for the rest of your life, you know? Right. And the lung damage and the, and the blood, the blood vessel damage and all this stuff. Yeah. It's pretty bad. It's so crazy how we were told, ah, it's just worse than the flu. Like, I remember thinking, you know, in March, well, you know, whatever. I never get the flu. So if I get the flu, it'll be the first time. And, you know, like, I kind of blew it off, too, because it just was like, oh, old people, it's bad for old people. I'll just get the flu. There, uh, I uh, I thought it was interesting, because I, I remember those first two weeks of March when I was traveling still, right? Yeah, yeah. And it just became just sort of, it was sort of like, more and more got sort of layered and then there was more distancing and more distancing yeah and more people wiping shit down and nobody and everybody stopped commenting on it and all these things and um yeah it felt it 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 felt it had to talk about a herd mentality we had to become as a herd frightened (laughs) so yeah yeah we're just it's it's historically bad leadership it literally is There's been bad leadership before, but this is a combination of evil and stupid that I don't I I can't even mention it. I I don't even I mean, you think of Hitler, but you really you know, you think of Mussolini. Remember that? (laughs) That that guy was an idiot. I like how that guy ended up uh, hanging. (laughs) Did they drag his body through the streets? And beat him with clubs. Mm. Well, we could only hope. Really? (laughs) Yeah, let's end on that. That's what I say. Okay. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.